Listen to God's Word for October 27th. Today's reading includes Matthew 18 and John 7. May God bless this reading of His Word. Matthew 18 At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus invited a little child to stand among them. Truly I tell you, he said, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me. But if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him to have a large millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world for the causes of sin! These stumbling blocks must come, but woe to the man through whom they come! If your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than to have two hands and two feet and be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. See that you do not look down on any of these little ones. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go out to search for the one that is lost? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he rejoices more over that one sheep than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. If your brother sins against you, go and confront him privately. If he listens to you, you have won your brother over. But if he will not listen, take one or two others along, so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, regard him as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I tell you truly that if two of you on the earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather together in my name, there am I with them. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not just seven times, but seventy-seven times. Because of this, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlements, a debtor was brought to him, owing ten thousand talents. Since the man was unable to pay, 
the master ordered that he be sold to pay his debt, along with his wife and children and everything he owned. Then the servant fell on his knees before him. Have patience with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. His master had compassion on him, forgave his debt, and released him. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. He grabbed him and began to choke him, saying, Pay back what you owe me. So his fellow servant fell down and begged him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he went and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay his debt. When his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and recounted all of this to their master. Then the master summoned him and declared, You wicked servant! I forgave all your debt because you begged me. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master turned him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should repay all that he owed. That is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from your heart. John 7 After this, Jesus traveled throughout Galilee. He did not want to travel in Judea, because the Jews there were trying to kill him. However, the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles was near. So Jesus' brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea, so that your disciples there may see the works you are doing. For no one who wants to be known publicly acts in secret. Since you are doing these things, show yourself to the world. For even his own brothers did not believe in him. Therefore Jesus told them, Although your time is always at hand, my time has not yet come. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me, because I testify that its works are evil. Go up to the feast on your own. I am not going up to this feast, because my time has not yet come. Having said this, Jesus remained in Galilee. But after his brothers had gone up to the feast, he also went, not publicly, but in secret. So the Jews were looking for him at the feast and asking, Where is he? Many in the crowds were whispering about him. Some said, He is a good man. But others replied, No, he deceives the people. Yet no one would speak publicly about him for fear of the Jews. About halfway through the feast, Jesus went up to the temple courts and began to teach. The Jews were amazed and asked, how did this man attain such learning without having studied? My teaching is not my own, Jesus replied. It comes from him who sent me. If anyone desires to do his will, he will know whether my teaching is from God or whether I speak on my own. He who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory. But he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is a man of truth. In him there is no falsehood. Has not Moses given you the law? Yet not one of you keeps it. Why are you trying to kill me? You have a demon, the crowd replied. 
Who is trying to kill you? Jesus answered them, I did one miracle, and you are all amazed. But because Moses gave you circumcision, you circumcise a boy on the Sabbath. Not that it is from Moses, but from the patriarchs. If a boy can be circumcised on the Sabbath, so that the law of Moses will not be broken, why are you angry with me for making the whole man well on the Sabbath? Stop judging by outward appearances, and start judging justly. Then some of the people of Jerusalem began to say, Isn't this the man they are trying to kill? Yet here he is, speaking publicly, and they are not saying anything to him. Have the rulers truly recognized that this is the Christ? But we know where this man is from. When the Christ comes, no one will know where he is from. Then Jesus, still teaching in the temple courts, cried out, You know me, and you know where I am from. I have not come of my own accord, but he who sent me is true. You do not know him, but I know him, because I am from him, and he sent me. So they tried to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. Many in the crowd, however, believed in him, and said, When the Christ comes, will he perform more signs than this man? When the Pharisees heard the crowd whispering these things about Jesus, they and the chief priests sent officers to arrest him. So Jesus said, I am with you only a little while longer, and then I am going to the one who sent me. You will look for me, but you will not find me, and where I am you cannot come. At this the Jews said to one another, Where does he intend to go that we will not find him? Will he go where the Jews are dispersed among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What does he mean by saying, You will look for me, but you will not find me, and where I am you cannot come? On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and called out in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the Scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. He was speaking about the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. For the Spirit had not yet been given, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. On hearing these words, some of the people said, This is truly the prophet. Others declared, This is the Christ. But still others asked, How can the Christ come from Galilee? Doesn't the Scripture say that the Christ will come from the line of David and from Bethlehem, the village where David lived? So there was division in the crowd because of Jesus. Some of them wanted to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him. Then the officers returned to the chief priests and Pharisees, who asked them, Why didn't you bring him in? Never has anyone spoken like this man, the officers answered. Have you also been deceived, replied the Pharisees? Have any of the rulers or Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd that does not know the law, they are under a curse. Nicodemus, who had gone to Jesus earlier, and who himself was one of them, asked, 
Does our law convict a man without first hearing from him to determine what he has done? Aren't you also from Galilee, they replied? Look into it, and you will see that no prophet comes out of Galilee. Then each went to his own home. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at listentogodsword.org.